0: Are you looking for a fun and informative podcast all about training working dogs? Look no further than the LWDG Poddog. This weekly show is hosted by me, Joanne Parrott, founder of the Ladies Working Dog Group, and I chat to experienced trainers and experts in the field who will give you helpful tips and advice. Whether you're just getting started or you've been working dogs for years, this podcast will have something for you. So pull up a chair, pour yourself a cup of coffee, and tune in to LWDG Pod Dog and let us help you build a better bond with your best friend. Hello, and welcome to another episode of LWDG Pod Dog. I hope you're all having a fabulous week taking care of yourself and your loved ones during this difficult weather. I'm sure you've all got a lot planned for the weekend but please do take some time to pop over to our blog and look at our summertime series. This week we've covered some blog articles on how to deal with adders, how to deal with grass snakes and also how to deal with heat stroke. There's three really important articles and I'd love for you to read them and make sure you're all prepared for the weekend and making sure you have the most fun. This week's podcast is one from our archives. Many years ago, when we first started the LWDG, we were lucky enough to have the amazing Sarah Miles do a fantastic course for us about field trialing. This week, I thought I'd let you all with an audio recording of that absolute pearler of a course, and I hope you all enjoy. So good
1: afternoon. Uh, I'm Claire Denny from Family Dog Services, based in Maidstone in Kent, and I have got the pleasure today of interviewing Sarah Miles. And Sarah is a professional gun dog trainer who has also competed at championship levels with her own dogs and we're going to be talking today about trialing and I will be asking Sarah um, a range of questions which might be of interest to the people viewing this video. Hi Sarah. Hi <laughs> How are you? I'm all right, nice sunny day out there. Beautiful day, lovely. Um, so Sarah, could you tell us a little bit about how you personally got into trialing and was it something that you always wanted to do?
2: It wasn't something I always wanted to do. I come from a shooting picking up background and I picked up for years with my dogs. And as I went along, um, and I also shot, but I I do a lot less shooting nowadays. Um, And a couple of people said to me, you know, oh, your dogs are so lovely. You should compete with them. You should compete with them. And um, as time went, on, I thought, oh, yes, I'll have a go at this. I then realised I knew nothing. Absolutely <laughs> nothing. My job was moderate, to say the least. Um, <laughs> to get them to field trial standard was, was a long journey and a long apprenticeship. Um, but it is an absolute joy to work a dog that is at that standard out in the picking up field as well. And I do work all my field trialers. They work all season. Um, but I know that that's tricky little runner that's disappeared you know two fields away and uh is tucked in the weeds on the riverbank where no one can get to i can get my dog there and we can pick that bird and that to me is the important thing that we can get get that bird with feet um it's a joy to watch the dogs uh work at at their absolute maximum level you know
1: it's fantastic so that's how i got it through picking up Excellent. I personally have never trialled a dog. I know very little about trialling other people that have. Um, I work my dogs on shoots and have done working tests. If somebody else was in my position watching this, um, what's the big difference, would you say, between the working test and trialling and how does that sort of play out against actually working your dog on a shoot? Right.
2: Um, Huge difference between working tests and trialing. Working tests, it is the same retrieve with a dummy, obviously, uh, but you all get the same retrieve. Uh, field trial is on live game. You never get the same retrieve. Well, once in a blue moon, you might get the same retrieve. So, you know, you're, there would be two of you under the judge, and I might get the dolly drop at 50 yards in front of me, and my poor fellow competitor gets the tricky one that's gone over the head and is a wingtip party to go and pick that and there's no comparison between the two retrieves um, but that's that's just the way the luck falls on the day Um, and it's it's just one of those things it's it's a very um yeah it, it, it is it isn't a level playing field like working tests are working tests in the main are a fairly level playing field okay the The wind may change from the test in the morning to the afternoon. The weather may change from the morning to the afternoon. But basically, you're doing the same retrieve. Um, There's the difference in field
1: trials. Yeah, absolutely. So if a complete novice person wanted to get into trialing, what would be the best way for them to, to sort of get to that stage where, you know, how would they get into trialing?
2: Right. Well, the best thing for... A novice to do is go and help at a couple of files whether you're marking learning to a steward um whatever you're going to do game carrier whatever uh so you, you get to kind of feel for it because it is a very different discipline from from working tests um mm. and it's quite formal as well um because obviously it's a live game and there are guns there they are shooting and it is a shooting day for the guns as well. You know, if the if it wasn't for the guns, we wouldn't wouldn't be able to follow our sport. Um, so yes, go and help. Go and help, and then go to a trainer. But do go to a trainer who's experienced in field cars who knows what they're talking about. There are lots of lovely trainers out there, and i not you know that have got lots of experience. But field trials like another discipline on top of all the other disciplines. It's yeah. like um, me going, um, uh, you know, to as if I was starting in spaniels, say, I would go to someone who's trialing spaniels purely because they're there, they're doing it on a day to day basis um, and they know what is required. And it would be the same with the Labrador's go to a trainer who knows what's required, they will look at your dog, they'll, say it, they'll tell you that your dog's up to standard or not. There's loads of uh, requirements, you know, that you really don't want to enter your dog in. You know, if your dog isn't steady to um, a bird or a dummy, well, obviously not a dummy, but a bird coming down in front of them, then don't take it to the trial. It's got to be steady. If your dog is not steady when another dog runs out, Again, don't take it for the trial. If your dog has any eliminating faults, like a hard mouth, that whines, it swaps, birds, things like yes. that. Again, you don't want to take it. You've got to iron out all those problems beforehand uh, because field trials have got very, very popular. And at the moment, you've got a field trial, a novice field trial with 12 runners, but you will have 150 people trying to enter it. And this is on the ballot system. So if you go along out uh, with an un un un-ready dog, for lack of a better description, and, and enter and take a run away from someone who is prepared and has done all the homework, um, you know it's it's not a very fair way to go about it. So there's there is quite a bit of preparation, and you need to talk to someone who knows what is required. Go away, do your homework, and then come back and um, and then enter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that got, and, and on that point we actually need to belong to quite a few clubs at that point yeah. with a working test you don't need to uh, but with the, the demanding field trial runs now to, to lengthen your odds you do need to belong to quite a few field tri- um, uh, clubs yeah
1: so finding out your local gundog clubs joining those, getting to know people helping yeah. out at trials they're all the things to kind of get into the right mix of people i suppose yeah, yeah. Absolutely. okay yeah well, are there different levels in trialing
2: yeah. so uh, yeah yeah there is when you start at novice level um and novice um you know that's the baby it's novice um, working basically um and to then go on to open you have to win a novice or an all age. Now an all aged is um again it, it all varies with each club. So mm-hmm. you've got your novice, which is a baby, but you can actually enter an all age as well. Um but preference will be given to people who have won in a in a or been placed in a novice over and above someone who hasn't done anything. Um okay. so you you start at novice, you go to win a novice. Um, once you've won a novice you're open you can't go back to novice you can still enter an all age but you can't uh, go back to novice Um, and then you're into open and then open is another step up there is quite a big gap between a novice trial and an open trial Um, and a novice can be a two-day trial or a one-day trial Uh, so you know you start getting quite a lot of traveling staying in various B and B, Airbnb, horrible little hotels where oh you can because quite often don't arrive at the hotel until very late
0: and yeah. you're getting
2: up very early in the morning to get to the ground again. Um, so it does involve quite a quite a lot of travelling around and whatnot. Um, but at open level, then at open level what you're looking to do is qualify for the championship to qualify for the championships you have to win a two day or three one days um and the ultimate aim is to make your dog up into a field trial champion um to uh, once you've made your dog up to a field trial champion then of course you're looking at stud fees etc etc um and that's where the, the the big boys like the young john Halstead and david latham that's that's basically where um they're going um, and to make up a field trial champion you have to win a two day um and um or uh, you have to win two two days or one two day and one one day to make up a field trial champion wow. so, there's yeah. a lot
1: of hard work thing goes into this isn't there there is but what the
2: whole idea about it is to get the best of the best and use them for breeding so that we've got top, top quality dogs there and that all then goes back to picking up. That's, that's mm-hmm. the whole idea behind it.
1: Um, so what about the difference with the trialing between the different dog breeds, so obviously you've got your HPRs, your Labradors, your Spaniels, um, they must work quite differently in the trialing.
2: Very much so. I'm not not very okay with the HPRs. Yeah. Uh, when the HPRs come to me, I tend to push them on to an HPR trainer. Yeah. And um, but with the spaniels, yes, very very different style. You know, you, the um, dog will be under a, a judge, and the dog will work in front of that judge. So the judge is looking at its hunting style. Um, then the dog flushes. We hope and drops the flush um bird flies away gun shoots at we hope um and then the dog is is sent for it and yes. you're looking for the dog that's really really stylish holds a good pattern um is spot on on its sit work you know drops the flash like a, a little angel marks that bird goes straight out picks that bird comes back delivers tenderly to hand Dog done yeah um, that's what we're looking for. That's the ideal. Yeah. And that's always happened. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. so that's she's working with dogs. For <laughs> the spaniels, they will run under the two separate judges. In a spaniel trial, you, you only have two judges, um, and each judge will see that dog. So the spaniel will have two runs. Uh, it's slightly different with the Labrador's. You normally have four judges. And you are under two judges at the same time, so you, two of you will go up. You'll be with the sending judge, for lack of a better description, yeah. and the other judge will normally be out uh, further out, wherever the the um, game is, or will be standing back and watching. And that, um, and um, after you've done your first round, you will then go under the other pair of judges as well. After that, once they've both seen you. Um, you know you just start going sequential and everything um, but that all the judges will have to see the competitors at some point in the
1: trials. yeah incredible incredible so you already touched on this a little bit you said about some of the things that make a good trialing dog um, but for you what would be the top tips that you would give an owner or a handler of a dog um, to get them really into that you know ship condition and prep ready for trialing what what do you think the judges really really look for in the dog
2: right well in a novice we're looking for that steadiness yeah we don't want a slow dog nobody wants a dog that trots out and trots out. but what we want is the dog that can sit through armageddon yeah and not not move i mean there, there's been a trial where i've seen a bird land on a dog's tail oh so, I think the dog was so shocked, it stayed still. (laughs) (laughs) came forward and picked the bird up. But, you know, there are times when the birds will land very close to the dog. And you want that dog to be absolutely rock steady. That's your first hurdle. Um, And also the heel work has to be very good. You know, you can't have your dog walking, you know, uh, two yards in front of you. That dog has got to be on heel. You know, if there's any gap between your dog's bottom and uh, your knee, you will be put out because heel work is hugely important because, in theory, I'm carrying a gun. If yeah. the dog's in front of me, I could fall over it. Yeah. There's, there's the heel work. And then um, you're looking for really nice hunting styles. So when that dog's gone out there on a bird that it hasn't seen, you, you stop it, you're asking the dog to hunt. You're looking for that dog to hold the area well and to hunt really well yeah i mean they they obviously don't hunt the same as, as as the spaniels but you're looking for nice stylish hunt with the dog holding the area uh, oh, yeah. and you're looking for good if i blow my whistle my dog stops if i have to blow my whistle twice i'm not a happy bunny no if that that's my homework for tomorrow it's yeah. it's not sitting properly um on that first whistle if um I tell my dog to go left, it's got to go left. I don't want it to go right or back. I want it to go left. So all the kind of three ladies, as I call it, left, back and right, they need to be absolutely spot on. You're sick. You need to have your sick. You need your dog to take a line. If you point it at the corner of the woods, it goes to the corner of the woods. It doesn't kind of slide down the fence and end up. You know 30 40 yards away from the corner of the woods because yeah. 30 yards away could be another bird and now yeah. you're in the problem of picking the wrong bird now you're driving 400 miles home um, without having picked a well having picked the wrong bird mm. and you'll be kicking yourself for the next um week
0: why did, <laughs> that?
2: why did I allow that to happen
0: yeah
2: but we've all done it yeah so, um you know that's that that's it's it's having all those boxes ticked before you even go out there but you still need your left right your backs, a good hunting um and holding holding the area you need good lines and you absolutely need that steadiness
1: certain characteristics that you look for in a dog say you're bringing a dog through that you want to trial when you're looking at that dog as a puppy or a young dog are there specific characteristics that you'll be looking for
2: I'm um, yes I, I am i mean hopefully because uh, as you as you go along along the road because it's a long apprenticeship um you start to pick out the style of dog you like so yeah. My style of dog Could be completely different To the style of dog you like yeah. I like very pacy, Strong going dogs Bold um, You might like a slightly softer dog You know we all like A certain style of dog So as time has gone on I go after certain breeding lines Because they produce the type of dog I like yeah. um, Now I might be under the dreads That doesn't particularly like that type, type of dog yeah. But he can't put me out if I'm doing straight lines. My dog's holding the area and it's going left and right when I say and it sits when I say and it picks birds. They yeah. can't put me out. No. Not his style of dog. Yeah. So, you know, you still got to have all those basics. So it, it goes back to the breathing. I look at the lines. I look at, the, you know, when you're starting out, when I started out, I went to trials, I helped at trials as a field trial secretary for quite a long time. Mm-hmm. And I kept looking at birds um, birds, dogs. <laughs> dogs that I liked. And I I I make a note of it and I go, Oh, I like that one. And then I go home and look it up and look yep. at it's reading and all of this and go, oh that's quite nice. And then next trial, or next time out I, I look at another one and go, Oh I like that one. And then I go home and look at that and go, Oh it's got the same grandparents uh-huh. I saw the other day. So you yeah. start getting a picture of the kind of dogs you like. When, when they're young, I'm looking for um, happiness, boldness and pace uh, because all, most of the other stuff you can put in, I'm looking for that pace and I'm looking for that um, boldness. You know, oh, I don't mind that there's a bramble there. I'm going to go straight through that because there's a really yeah. good smell on the other side. Yeah, I, I'm looking for that because, you know, sometimes they do have to face. Um, cover and i want my dogs to you know be be brave and go go through the cover go over that wall go through that river um and then through that nasty little little thicket of brambles because actually the birds on the other side It's yes. no good if the dog goes oh i'm so sorry brambles can't do oh my goodness so yes, I'm, no. looking, I'm looking for that uh, boldness and everything, and obviously I look for a good nose, but that develops, you know. I was working a youngster earlier today who didn't show much promise in the early days. had a had okay pace. is very very biddable. It's a lot softer than than um, I'm used to. Uh, very very biddable dog, um, and yet she went out and. Uh, I asked her to hunt, and she hunted really nicely. And I was actually hunting her on purpose in a bear area. There was nothing there. I knew that. I wanted to see whether she would hold her area and what her hunting was like. And she did a lovely job. And then suddenly, her little nose went up, and off she went. And she went 30 yards to the left where the dummy was. Now, she had the assistance of the, the wind, but she was 30 yards away from it. And I yeah. went, Oh, that's good. I yeah. like it. So, you know, I was very happy to see that. And, you know, I will set the kind of thing up again and see if she can repeat it, whether it was just a fluke or but I reckon she she has honed her nose up as she's yeah. got older, her nose has, has got better. And now suddenly I'm looking at a little dog that A holds her ground nicely, um, because she was, and then suddenly whipped off using her nose and her initiative. And picked 30 yards away. Well, you wow. know, that's what we want. We want yeah. these dogs to pick. That's the bottom line of it all.
1: Yeah. So, <laughs> have you got any stories, any funny stories that have happened to you uh, that you would like to share with anybody?
2: Oh, I don't know. I'm just
1: wondering. maybe got your
2: story. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, one of the most basic fundamental mistakes people make is sending their dog before the judge tells them yeah yeah you did it at the championships Me. no <laughs> oh no oh no and that was it that was it i was out oh was no it. exactly so you know it, the professionals get it wrong everybody gets it wrong i mean you know we can all i can tell you i can't tell you who came over um but All the top guys came over and went, well, I did that and such and such and I did that and such and such. We all make mistakes. Do you still get nervous? Do you still get nervous? Yeah, Yeah. I I felt so nervous at the beginning of the trial, but as we get towards the end and I'm going, ooh, hang on a minute, I think I'm in with a chance. Yeah. Oh, God. Then (laughs) the nerve. But it is telegram, you know, I was lucky enough to run for the England team this year and I ran at the game fair. And I have to say, um, I was absolutely fine until afterwards. I I got out of the ring and I was a gibbering wreck because all the nerves cut in at that point, you know. Somehow I kind of, um, uh, I'm okay when I'm actually doing it, but afterwards, oh. But, uh, yeah, it's just one of those things. You just have to battle through it you know I there were times when I felt sick you know with nerves and all of this but if you want it badly enough you'll work your way through it you know mm-hmm. I, uh, I have all these kind of little management things that I do for a trial which keeps me on a level kill um, and concentrating and focused uh, throughout the trial you know, you, that's and that's all about competition there. That's competition management. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think that's like anything in life, isn't it? The, the more you do it as well, you probably, be, the more you understand it, probably that's the less nervous you are. But like you say, if you think you're doing really well, you, you probably start to put a lot more pressure on yourself. <laughs> I
2: think you do. So. And, uh, you know, there, there, there's another side to as you go along. As you go along um, and you get more experience, you realize how easy it is to go wrong. Yeah. You're much more, I mean, when I look back at my early days, it all seemed so easy. Now I go, this is not easy at all because I know how simple it is just the wrong command, the wrong timing, and you can be out. And that's it. Back in the car, 400 miles home, kicking yourself the whole way.
1: Oh, bless you. Yeah. I mean, I, I know people that have travelled hundreds of miles and it's over just like that, you know, <laughs> and yeah. and you feel really bad for them because, you know, they've got a very capable dog and they've worked so hard for it. But it, like you say, anything can happen yeah. on the day. Absolutely. Yeah. i mean, travelled all the
2: way up to Scotland to a fantastic ground. I was really looking forward um, to working there because... One of the joys of filing is you go and see some beautiful estates and have the opportunity to work on these beautiful estates. Anyway, got up there, uh, a great big hurricane storm, I don't know whether it was Edna or whoever, came through the night before. So it was really wet. And I have to yeah. say, it was a really wet trial. And it was a long morning and I was quite late in numbers. I think I was 23, 24 or something like that. So I was one of the last competitors to go in. And uh, I went in. It had been tipping down all morning. My dog had been getting a little bit more and more excited as the morning had gone on because he was going, when's it my turn? Yeah. So we got into line and we probably walked about 10 paces, at which point a very bedraggled, very, very wet park thing. Um, My dog trod on it. He got up, ran between his legs and ran behind him. And my oh, doctor yes. went, oh, I've got to pick that. And he did. <laughs> 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 and he oh, him. no. Him. I mean, it was no. right between his legs. I mean, he yeah. was a big ass. And I thought, oh, dear. And, you know, the hotel the night before, all that journey, all the way to Scotland and put your lead on, go out again. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah dramatic but the days when you win or the days when your dog's gone right and it's done the best it can it may not have won but it's done everything it can it's just a couple of competitors had slightly trickier with so they got some little plus points on that and you you've done very well but your dog has just done straightforward retrieves all day um there's nothing like it you know the dog's given given its best to you and you haven't popped it up for once good always good um and uh, yeah it's it's a great feeling and and knowing that you're you're running some of the top dogs in the country is is a joy you know
1: thank you very much is there anything that you want to add at all do you feel like you've covered everything i think i've covered everything i think i just quickly hop back
2: to do go and help at class. Do go and understand fully what is a card kind of field trial dog before you think, oh, I want a novice test. I must do a novice trial now. They don't apply. Yeah. You've got to go and find out. Go and do a little bit of preparation. That's yeah. all it is. It's just a bit of preparation. Yeah. Um, go out and enjoy it. It is fun as well. There's a good, good crowd, nice people. Uh, everybody wants to win, obviously, but it's a good day out as well
1: yeah oh thank you sarah that's been really amazing lots of really really interesting information so thank you for your time oh pleasure
0: claire lovely to talk thank you. to you and to you thank you bye thank you for listening to lwdg pod dog with me joe parrot now we all know training a dog takes time energy and patience but our lives can be really really busy don't worry the lwdg has got you covered Join us for our free planning workshop where we'll show you how to use short 10 minute training sessions each day to fast forward your dog's education. Our experts have years of experience in training dogs and will help you get started on the right foot. Register now and start making progress with your furry friend today. Go to our Facebook page the Ladies Working Dog Group and click on the pinned post or visit www.thelwdg.com